Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministry. So glad to be with you again. Another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am right here, and you have tuned in to WCBQ 1340 AM, which is Paradise Radio Network. Yes, you have joined me on this morning, and I'm glad about it. I am going to give some good morning shout outs, starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, who's the pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church, and also good morning to Yancey Family Ministries, who's my sponsor, and good morning to my honoree sponsors, Brother Larry Downing and his lovely wife, Linda. I am excited because there's something special coming up, and it's going to be November the 21st at 3 o'clock. Olive Grove will be celebrating, we all will be celebrating our pastor's anniversary, Pastor Johnny White. The service is going to be video only. Unfortunately, it is a closed service for the participants only, but we do have an awesome speaker coming. None other than Reverend Lewis Cash of Greater Clegg's Chapel Baptist Church. Oh my goodness, I am excited. I'm looking forward to hearing a mighty word for us to go forward in the Lord. Amen. I know he's going to not just have a word for the pastor and the leadership of the church, but also for the members, for we know God's hand is upon Olive Grove, and we want to hear from the Lord. And that's a perfect segue for me to go into what I want to talk about today. I'm still taking a moment, and I pray that you are too, that throughout your time, throughout your day, that you're taking a moment with your Lord and Savior. Yes, take a moment. Take a moment. Just pull down strongholds and pull down imaginations and and focus on his attributes, who he is how awesome he is, what he's able to do, and that there's nothing too hard for him. I don't know what you're facing, but if we don't learn to take a moment with El Shaddai, the God who is all-sufficient, we're not going to survive. We're going to be easily carried away by different doctrines. Um, We're going to become wax cold with the world. We're going to stop operating in grace. We're going to start operating by the law, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. If we don't take time with our Lord and Savior, it's going to be a great falling away, and we're going to fall away and be caught up in the things of this life and in this world, which is all going to pass away. Amen. I just want to keep us encouraged that we stay focused on what God is saying and what God is doing and what God wants us to do, that we stay in tune with him. And so I still encourage you to take a moment to just listen. Listen for his voice, for what's going on in your life and what he wants you to do. And I want to encourage you with that. Just take a time and listen. But we can't listen if we're always talking. And we can't listen if we're always trying to explain ourselves as Elijah did with God in the mountain. When he went to hide from Jezebel, he kept trying to explain himself. I, I tell you, ask God to, to just ask God to speak. Amen. Ask God to speak. That's what Samuel said. He said, speak for the servant heareth. 
Ask God to speak, speak to you. And I also want to remind you, because I reminded myself this week, that sometimes we go to God for a word, for the times and the season that we're in, for the situation that we're facing. And sometimes God has reminded me that he's already given me a word. Amen. And sometimes we need to reflect on what God has already told us. Because sometimes when he tells us something, it don't seem quite relevant at the time. But oh my goodness, if we allow the Holy Spirit to bring things back to our remembrance, not what people have done, not what people have said, not about our past, but what God has said. And when you tell him to speak, for the servant heareth, sometimes the Spirit will renew our memory. He will cause us to reflect, and he will bring up, we sort of regurgitate what we've already digested from the Lord, a, a sermon, a scripture, and God's voice himself of what he said to us already. Amen. Aren't you glad how he's willing to communicate with us? The all-knowing, the all-seeing wants to talk with you. El Shaddai wants to talk to you. Come on. Jehovah Nisi wants to talk to you. Your creator, the one is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Come on. The one that's able to move mountains and cast them in the sea. He's given us the power to do it. If we believe, but he wants to talk to you. Maybe you're trying to cast the wrong mountain. Maybe it's a climb, a mountain to elevate you. But you need to be in tune with him to know what's going on in your life. Come on, you need to know how to deal with this situation. Come on, the battle is not yours, but there's a word for you in it. God is going to fight it. He's your defender, but you need to know how to deal with the enemy at this point in time in your life. Come on, God is smarter than he is, and the enemy is smarter than you. So you need to tap into the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, and his word to know how to maneuver and deal with the adversary. Amen. That was a word for me. Come on, the enemy is smarter than you, but God is smarter than the enemy. So you need, you on the wrong team, if I should say. You got the wrong coach. You've been listening to the wrong coach. You need to go back in your hurdle. This is football season. You need to go back in your hurdle with the right, come on, with the right coach. Amen. With the right angels. Come on, you got team members. You need to go back. And say, speak, that for thy servant hear it, and tune in. And if you still can't hear him, reflect back on what he already said. Get in his word. Commune with him. Take a moment with him. And some of us need to tarry. We want to say, God, what should I do? And you want God to speak right then. But you need to tarry with the Lord. It may take a week. It may take a month. It may take months before you hear from the Lord. So what do I do in the meantime, you're wondering? I'm waiting for God to speak. I'm waiting for God to move. And what you, your time ain't God's time. 
what the enemy have you all anxious about. Come on, somebody. And anxiety is set in because you need an answer right now. That's the enemy's time. That's the flesh time. But with God, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. His time is not your time. And he wants you to trust him even in the waiting. Wait, I say on the Lord, trust him in the waiting. That if he's not giving you a direction, if he's not told you left or right, stay or go, then you wait. And you trust him in the waiting. Because you told him, speak for that servant heareth. And you're going to stop trying to explain why you're in the situation you're in. And you're going to listen for his voice. Amen. Aren't you going to listen? We're going to listen. And we're going to wait on the Lord. For we believe he has a word for us. He is not going to forsake you. He is right there. But the timing is not right. There's some things I believe you need to pull down. Your mind is everywhere. You better take that moment. And get to that place until that word comes. Until confirmation comes. You take that moment to get to that place to where you're at peace knowing that God has it in control. There have been times that when God has spoken to me in an anxiety moment, and most of the time he's telling me, why are you all anxious? I feel like sometimes he's calling me Mary, Mary, Mary. <laughs> Excuse me, the word is Martha. Martha was a sister that was worried about many things. And sometimes I'm often in that Martha state of mind. And I'm looking, I'm doing things God ain't told me to do. And then I'm looking at other people like, why they ain't doing it with me? Why they not supporting me? Why they not by my side? Because maybe you're doing something God has not told you to do. And sometimes he, he brings us in. Come on. He brings us in. He brings us to this place like he did with Martha. He brings you to this place of clarity. That what is needful. Come on, that's a good example. He brings us to a place, and sometimes we want God to tell us how to deal with the situation, especially with other people. We want God to tell us, okay, this is how you deal with your husband, your wife, and your kid, and your pastor, and your deacon, and the trustee. You want God to tell you how to put, set people straight, because that's what Elijah, he wanted him to deal with Jezebel. And he did not address Jezebel with Elijah. I thought that was a beautiful part of the text. Instead, he told Elijah, this is what I want you to do. We want God to deal with the situation and deal with people, but God wants you to do something yourself. You forgot about you about your father's business, but instead we want God to deal with people and deal with situations and move mountains out of our way, but there's something God wants you to do. And we need the Lord to speak. So we take that time. And we get in that huddle and we wait for the Lord and we wait patiently for him, knowing that there's work to do in the waiting. Continue to love everybody. Continue to be grateful unto him. Continue to worship him. Continue to give him praise. Don't carry your problems on your back. You shake them off knowing God got this. And you exalt his name and bless him at all times. In the waiting, this is what we do in the waiting. You check yourself and you work on your countenance and you don't walk around angry, mad, and bitter and spiteful. 
and trying to misuse people. But you submit yourself until the mighty humble yourself under the mighty hand of God in the waiting. The word is coming. You just keep listening and make sure that the voice that's in your ear now is the voice of the Holy Spirit telling you how to occupy in the waiting. What to do while you're waiting for direction. But if you are angry and you're bitter and you're spiteful against people, you're trying to manipulate the situation. Ah, you're listening to the wrong coach, I told you. He's steering you in the wrong direction. And when you go out there, your plays will be off. You won't succeed. All you've been doing, the enemy is using you to wear you down with no progress, <laughs> no peace, no joy. Come on, no rest. You're listening to the wrong coach. The, the Bible says, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. You're listening to the wrong coach. If, you, if your anxiety levels off the chart, if you are overwhelmed, if you're exhausted, you're listening to the wrong coach because you're about the wrong business. You're not waiting. You're occupying by the wrong coach. You're doing things that the Lord has not told you to do. And that's what he said to Elijah. Why are you here? I didn't send you there in the cave to hide. When God tell us to go, we ain't going to hide. We going because he got something else for us to do. And we need to keep ourselves in check. Take that moment. I'm, I'm, I'm pressing this in to take that moment with him. And say, well, I haven't talked to him in a long time. It's okay. That was me at one time. Wanting communion. I won't walk in and talking with him. But when I humble myself and I decide I'm tired, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of doing things and I'm exhausted. I've been listening to the wrong coach, having my pity party, having my low self-esteem parties with the enemy, listening to the wrong coach. I was tired and I was sick and tired of being tired. And then I started walking and talking with God. And he started walking and talking with me. And everything started to change. My vision changed. And oh my God, did my hearing change. I could distinguish my Savior's voice from the enemy. Amen. I wanted you to get there as well. Amen. I have run out of time. Thank you for tuning in and spending time with me today. And remember today and throughout every day to listen, rejoice, and be glad. God loves you.